Welcome once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and we want to welcome you to the show, a show which is on our favorite part of the markets at large, which is the ownership and the growth of wealth through ownership of physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. With me this week, as always, is Jeremy Wiseman, the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. And I want to remind everybody as we're starting this show that as you're listening, we are experts in the acquisition, the sale, and the storage of physical gold and silver. We study the markets for a living. We also are the same when it comes to natural fancy colored diamonds. If you're looking for financial portfolio managers, advisors, this is not us. We are experts in the area of physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds only. And just a reminder that past performance is not indicative of future performance, but if you listen to the story and you're following along like we are, you may think that the future looks brighter than ever. Let's talk about that today on the show and the storms that have been coming along the way in the financial markets because there's a lot to digest. Whether you're following the stories involving Trump and the politics of the U.S., whether you're following the tariff talk, whether you're following gold and silver, you've seen a lot happening this week, and it has been a busy week at Guildhall. Welcome aboard to all those that have made their first purchase and are now clients with Guildhall. We want to uh, give you a big high five, ring the bell. And uh, in terms of the market update itself, we got something here from uh, colleagues of ours that are across the sea, Sharps Pickley in London did an update on the market this week, and I think they summarized how we felt also about the, I guess, umpteenth time we've had an opportunity to pad our pockets in terms of adding cheaper bullion because, again, the price of gold and silver fluctuated for no real reason. Jeremy? Yeah, yeah we saw the price of, of, silver, of gold jump up early in the week only to kind of be pushed back down to mm -hmm. the $1,500 mm -hmm. level, which, again, you know, look, we're at $1,500, gold's up, close to 20% this year in U.S. dollars, I think about 18%, 17% in Canadian dollars. Silver, same thing, also moved pretty high into the high 18 range. Uh, I think we were trading at 1870 plus at one point, and then um, again, pushed back down below $18. So I think those, those are the buying opportunities that Sharps Pixley is talking about. Overall, though, both metals are still in the teens and gains both Canadian and US dollars for the year. So it's not as though they're underperforming. It's just a question of why can't they seem to break above those next levels? And if we are considering what Sharps Pixley had to say, Laurie Williams, one of the best commentators there and a financial and a political analyst, he had to he had to basically just call this what what they are saying are engineered declines, which are brought on by the big money banks for whatever reasons, who think that there's a need to suppress precious metals prices. And the thought is that it's done to protect central banks and governments who see rising gold prices in particular as a critique of their economic competence, as indeed we all know it is, Jeremy. So when you get these opportunities, if you're a true believer in precious metals and you're listening to the show because you are, you're not going to waste your time, then of course, during these little tiny pullbacks, which happened for no reason whatsoever, no fundamentals have changed, there's been no significant improvement in the economy in the last seven days that is worthy of noting, 
this is all coming to a head. This is still a perfect storm. It's well in motion. And in two weeks from now, we'll be saying, hey, wasn't that a great pricing opportunity for silver and gold? And that's what we've been saying along the way. Both metals, as you recognize, Jeremy, are up over uh, 15% year to date. So this is a significant moment where you can get yet another good bargain. Yeah, I think um, I think this idea of engineered takedowns has has a has a bit of a role to play. I think it just does become opportunity for for uh, buyers in the market. Um, you know, uh, St. Louis Fed President Jim Bullard admitted on CNBC that the Fed was powerless during towards the next recession. So that the Fed is doing everything they can right now to delay the recession as long as possible. And, you know, they've already dropped interest rates. They've already thrown a whole bunch of money into the repo market. They've stopped trying to pay down the balance sheet. So this is, you know, they, they are trying to fight off a recession and what could potentially mean much, much higher prices in the precious metals. But keep in mind, people continue to acquire the metals at the lower prices, which as we're, we're going to talk about in the next segment, lower prices have major impact on, on, on the market in general. For example, there's major shortages right now. So this is going to have long-term consequences on the price, which is the price is coiling up right now for a massive swing higher, in my opinion. Well, the uncertainty quota is rising, and uncertainty in markets should be precious metals positive. Let's go to Keith Newmeyer in the next segment, First Majestic CEO, and see what he's saying about silver at this particular moment in time. In addition to that, I'll remind our listeners, we got a contest, a free 10-ounce bar of Royal Canadian Mint Silver compliments of Guildhall for simply going over to twitter.com slash guildhallwm that's twitter.com slash guildhallwm and retweeting the top post to enter yourself into our giveaway contest and let's hope you're one of the lucky ones who gets chosen to get that 10 ounce bar of silver we'll talk more about that as well as our offerings on guildhallwealth.com our website and the number to call if you want information on gold and silver ownership is one eight seven seven eight silver it's one eight seven seven eight silver stay tuned we'll be right back you are listening to the real money show with guildhall wealth management on global news radio 640 toronto Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Thank you for staying tuned. This is a show about gold and silver. And in the first segment, Jeremy Sharps Pixley, a quick update from overseas on the market this week. True believers staying put. Again, another what they call engineered decline in gold and silver. No change in fundamentals, nothing happening. We saw this in 2010, 2007, 2005, leading into what were going to be very nice climactic moments in gold and silver the following years. And here we are again. We're, we're prepping for the moment. It, it just, you know, there's a difference between um, people like our clients who buy and hold the product and then there's this whole whack load of paper and futures and all of these things in the market where it creates a lot of uh, feedback. It creates a lot of uh, just amplification on moves, um, you know, momentum high, momentum down, uh, momentum up, momentum down. So, you know, there's a lot of noise out there in the market. And so, you know, what we look at is we say, hey, look, the, the price of gold and silver, both up over 15% in Canadian and U.S. dollars so far this year. Uh, that's fantastic. You know, not, you can't say that about a lot of other investments, and, and that's what you're looking for from a strategic diversifier. So we don't want to pay too much attention to the noise. Yes, you can call it all sorts of things, but what it does say is 
you know, it can be dangerous to go into the futures market because you don't know how the market's going to act day to day. It's sort of like saying, okay, it's fall time. We know what the season is, but we don't know on what given day it's going to, to rain or if there's going to be a sudden snowstorm or if it's going to be just a, a nice sunny day. Like you just don't know during, we, we understand the season. We don't necessarily know what the day to day weather is going to be in the market. This week has been an up down market. Okay, that's okay. We're still we're still well ahead of the game for the year. And if you look at it from that perspective, Jeremy, keep it simple and keep it about the accum- accumulation uh, perspective, then what an individual can do here is make two choices. One, they can believe that, in fact, the system is being repaired, that right before their very eyes, albeit they may have had an interest before, the system at large, at broad, in the broadest of senses, the economy is getting better. And if you believe that, then maybe this isn't the right show to be tuned into, and that's okay. There's no twisting of the arms here. We just want to make sure that you know we don't feel that way. Right. We feel it's the next choice, which is that why wouldn't you take advantage of this? If somebody's giving you something on sale and you know it's going higher, and in your heart of hearts, that is different for every person, but they know it's going much, much higher because it's been artificially held back because the demand is high, which we're going to talk about Or in a people minute. feed into because, the narrative that everything is great, that 2% right. growth is all that you need to have a fantastic economy when it's not, especially when when debt to GDP uh, in Canada is probably north of 80 to 80 to one now in the U S they're beyond 100. And uh, you know, how do you fight off all those debts? Well, eventually something's got to, something's got to give. And also in the markets, what we see all the time is, you know, people are in mutual funds and how come they're not seeing amazing gains? Well, because they're not part of those small group of, of stocks that make up a large percentage of the Dow and the S and P that actually push it higher. Most of those stocks are being purchased either by the, the corporations themselves or they're being purchased through through the big banks because of the free money that they're getting. Well, enter an interview with Bloomberg, a very interesting interview, to say the least, this week. And it does pertain to the topic of supply and demand and, quite frankly, one of the best I've seen in a while. Uh, Bloomberg, by the way, folks, if you're listening, is one of those uh, financial news sources that you can trust, in my opinion. That's only my opinion. They do talk and take analysts from all different angles and all different sides of every story, and they are part of the mainstream. So in watching that this week, lucky enough to see a wonderful interview with Keith Newmeyer, the CEO and founder of First Majestic Silver. And uh, what was important about this interview? Well, a Among other things, they talked about the repo operation and how the government has now taken steps to say, hey, despite us telling you in the mainstream that everything's okay, behind the scenes, we're going to start throwing money at this again. And in a big way, not just a couple of billion here. QE's back. It's back. And in a big way, too. And uh, we're moving into that realm of uncertainty where gold and silver go bananas and they go ballistic in price. And um, he wanted to make that very clear. But in addition to that, what we don't talk often enough is about just the pure, pure fundamentals of gold and silver. And in silver in particular, what he's saying right now is that there is another part of the storm we're not paying attention to, and that is the supply scenario. For the third year in a row, he is saying that uh, consumption is up on silver, well, supply is down, and that is as bullish a fundamental factor in regards to natural supply and demand that you can get. If there's less supply and more demand for silver, then silver's price must naturally rise over the long term. And he said that uh, he wanted to lay out a very big picture 
for where we're heading. And he said, look, the way I feel about it is very simple. If you want to go into the regular traditional markets and have a bevy of different instruments working for you, now it's becoming more like going into a casino. And basically you're gambling because at this point, nobody can say for sure what those big markets on paper are going to do. Tomorrow we could wake up, they could all crash. Just as easy as tomorrow we could wake up and have somebody tell you there's a new high in the stock market. Let's joy, joy, joy. The the low prices, the, the, the low production coming to market has created a situation where there are shortages for physical metal. The low prices means that people can buy a lot more than they should be able to, and they are, and that's why there are shortages. And these people are not going to sell their product just because silver goes to $25, $30 an ounce. So for the for the price discovery to work here, the price of silver is eventually going to have to go much, much higher. And I do believe that the physical market is going to overrun the market in terms of pricing and i think that we're seeing that coiled spring happen in the market so yeah it's been a great year good gains in the market so far but that's nothing i mean there are articles saying we're not quite even yet into a bull market so once we really kind of get through that $20 range, I think, in silver, I think that's when you're really going to start to see some fireworks. All right, well, both metals up over 15%, and let's talk about one account in particular when we come back, and we'll tell you more about that and how to get yourself some free gold. So stay tuned. You are listening to The Real Money Show. Go over to twitter.com slash guildhallwm and retweet the top post, and until October the 1st, you can enter to win a free 10-ounce bar of silver from the Royal Canadian Mint. Compliment to Guildhall. Our website, guildhallwealth.com, is open for you to peruse. And if you want to request a package, please feel free to do so. We will send out some information so you can get your ownership of physical gold and silver going. The number to call, one 78 silver You are again tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. And you are listening to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. TFSAs, registered accounts, Gold, silver, all of those can happen through Guildhall. In the last segment, we promised to talk about one of them. Let's highlight the TFSA account for just a moment, Jeremy. Our listeners have been tuned in, and some of you may or may not know, but you can actually put physical silver and gold into a TFSA, a tax-free savings account. means that if you want to open this today through Guildhall, you can buy and sell your physical gold and silver, It means you can have it stored and have all the great benefits of the storage that we offer. In addition to that, it's still going to be the type of bullion transaction where you get your serial numbers. You're going to be able to go and audit your product, which means you can hold it, see it, take photos of it. And when you're ready to sell, it's a phone call away, which can be monitored online throughout the day with your account. And the best of all, it's tax-free. So when you own gold and silver in there, which you can add up to 63500 if uh, you qualify for the maximum account and have never had a TFSA before, and we'll also 
throw in one gram of gold for every 5,000 US you put into that account uh, up to 10 grams. So this is a fantastic account, Jeremy. And uh, there are some distinct benefits over an RSP, let's say, uh, that the TFSA holds. Uh, one of is one of which is the fact that it's capital gains free. It's tax free. So if the price of silver today, you're buying at $18, $19, $20. And in five, six years from now, the price is $80, $90. Well, that's a sizable gain. Most people are going to have to pay capital gains on that. If it's in your TFSA, however, and you're holding it physically through Guildhall, there is no capital gains. A fantastic way to get into the market. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's one of the best reasons to utilize that TFSA because you're going to reduce those taxes on your investments. Um, and if you're going to use gold and silver as a strategic diversifier, then why not hold it in your, your TFSA, especially if you have room in your TFSA because um, you know on silver we expect big, big things. Gold's already moved up from a low in the market of what 1080 an ounce. Now we're trading at 1500, so it's a great option to to have in uh, to to utilize for precious metals. I think the TFSA is also something that is very much underutilized by investors. I think they don't appreciate the the idea of not paying taxes on the gains that you that you get in the market. Maybe part of it is looking for the right investment to use in the TFSA. So I think that um, with us, it's physical product. It, you know, there's lots of clients who have um, physical product outside of TFSA. Uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about how we put that physical product into a TFSA, um, because we've had a lot of people who've contacted us to say, "Well, I have physical product. I'd like to put it into the TFSA. How do I go about doing that?" Now. The thing is, is we can't just deposit physical product into the account. It has to be purchased from within the account, and that's to assure the quality that they're that they're acquiring. Make sure everything is closed loop, as we like to, as we as we call it. Um, now, the reverse, no problem. We've had some people who've decided, I don't want to have this product in my TFSA. Can I take it out? Absolutely. Let us know. It's a letter of direction. Small cost of doing business and the product is just released to you. Now you forego the, the tax implications for that, but it's a, it just goes to demonstrate the transparency of this investment and the fact that if you can't hold it, you don't own it. In this case, it is your physical gold and silver. Go to the vault, personally audit. If you don't like it, fine, take it out, but you forego the, the tax implications there. Now what we can do is, is we've had lots of people, what they've done is they've sold some physical product, we offered them a great price to do that, and we offered them a great price to buy it back in the TFSA. That way, their 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 fees were quite low because we understand what the client's looking to do, and we're happy to assist them with that. Um, we've had other clients who've used a line of credit, so they use their line of credit, put the money into the TFSA, bought the silver on these on a dip like we saw today, and when the market goes up another dollar, they simply sell off the product that's outside the TFSA. So there's a few different ways that we can get involved in it. And of course, if you've never used a TFSA and you have cash to put in there, um, you know that's going to be obviously the most economical way to, to acquire precious metals. And if you are fortunate enough to be part of the crowd that's investing wisely, and over time the value of your TFSA grows, then you can also use it as a benefit to give yourself an income because it's tax-free. So instead of drawing on your RSPs as an income for, say, uh, when you get to that age where it's appropriate for you to do so, you have silver gold in there, 
you can hold other things as well. But if you have silver and gold and the time has come to sell and you've put aside some cash, start withdrawing that cash out of your TFSA and it's tax-free, which is the most beautiful thing of all. It can be considered an income. You can do a little bit per year, but uh, the TFSA is a very smart thing to do. Now, again, I'm going to remind people, if you open up a TFSA now... <clears throat> and you want to put gold or silver or a combination of both metals in there, you can do it directly through us at Guildhall. Go over to the website, guildhallwealth.com, or call our number, one eight seven seven eight silver and that will be the way to get started. And keep in mind that the vault we use is... Uh, IROC approved, Investment and Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada, fully insured, all the products fully insured, backed by Lloyds of London. All of the products in the TFSA are LBMA approved, London Bullion Market Association. So we're talking, you know, Royal Canadian Mint, Asahi, Pamp Swiss, uh, products that are globally recognized, and it's all brand new product that's being put into these accounts. Again, before we go to break, twitter.com slash guildhallwm. That is the contest for a free 10 ounce Royal Canadian Mint Silver Bar. Simply retweet the top post, give us a like, even follow along with Guild Hall for updates, and you'll be entered to win free of charge for that 10-ounce silver bar. When we come back, Jeremy, let's talk a little bit about diamonds and a little more about what's available in these markets. And uh, we're going to talk hurricanes a little later on in the show. And that is because you are tuned into a show about uncertainty, and we love gold and silver, and so does uncertainty. So let's talk more about that when we come back. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy, in that last segment, which went by very fast, we were talking about registered accounts and getting gold and silver into a TFSA in particular. Great time to do it, by the way. Pricing is fantastic. Although silver and gold both up over 15% this year, which is in and of itself awesome, and congratulations to those participating, uh, this is a good time. And there is no time like the present when the expectations are high that the uncertainty in the real world will continue to get worse and worse and that there's going to be bond market problems Trump uncertainty now, impeachment maybe on the horizon. The, There's the just tariffs a are lot. on, they're off, uh, yeah. the trade we're gonna talks meet, are going We're going to well. not meet, they're going well. You not know, well. Not well. You know, guys want to break for a pizza or no, we don't want to see you guys again. But, you know? but yeah, there there is so much uncertainty out there. There's so much debt out there. Um, you wonder, you know, if people are ready for that next 2008 crisis. And I think we see a lot of people come to Guildhall who, you know, they're, they're saying, well, if everything was so great, how come I'm not seeing those type of returns in my mutual funds and, and other investments that I'm doing? Maybe it is time to diversify into some hard physical assets. And that's where we come to diamonds, because it's not just about... Uh, it's not just about gold and silver. Those are great to have in a portfolio, but there's more that you can have as an investment or as a diversifier, and that is to, to just own assets. You know, people have no problem owning uh, an asset in real estate, and they learned how to do it, right? Everyone starts off knowing nothing about how to do it, and then they learn how to get involved in that market. And uh, some people go into other hard assets, whether it's uh, vintage cars or um, maybe artwork or even fine wine. One of the things we love about natural fancy color diamonds is there's not a whole lot of subject subjectivity involved. It's basically a very easy market to understand if you know your four C's and then there, then you can kind of get into some uh, a few other details there. But it's a great investment long term. I mean, we've seen uh, prices in these markets, Darren, where I can remember an intense pink 
less than a decade ago under half a carat selling for like $22,000 and today they're selling for over 45. So those are that's that's a great asset to hold in your portfolio and what we find at Guildhall is those who are doing it are looking for additional diversifiers in their portfolio. They have their stocks, they have their real estate, they have their gold and silver. What else can I do is the question. Well, listen, trends change. There are updates all the time in markets in the broad sense. Diamonds are no different than other markets that are hard asset markets where there's a long-term uh, outlook where the appreciation value really comes over that long period of time. But when it comes to natural fancy colored diamonds, my greatest fear for anyone right now that doesn't own natural fancy colored diamonds is the fact that the mainstream is waking up every week, every month, every year and finding out more and more about natural fancy colored diamonds. Either they're seeing it through one of the many uh, entertainers they watch or the shows they watch where entertainers are wearing colored diamonds and say, oh, what's that? Oh, check that out. That's pretty crazy. What You're telling me that's worth $5 million? It's tiny. Well, yes, it's, it's portable wealth in the palm of your hand. It's holding the entire value of your home you just bought on the end of your finger on a ring in a set of earrings. And that, for me as an investor, uh, gives me some sense of, of how powerful owning a natural fancy colored diamond is. Now, case in point, we used to talk on the show about the various times per year that Paul or yourself, Jeremy, or even my myself over the years would go to the diamond shows. There'd be Las Vegas and Hong Kong and the pink argyle tender that we talk about every year. And there used to be, when we first started this, an abundance of product available. Now, not every color, and by abundance, I mean there was, you know, 10 to choose from, and we'd pick two easily. Right. Now we're going and have basically stopped traveling as much as we do because there's no sense in us going somewhere where they're not going to have what we need. Two things are happening, Jeremy. Because the this awakening of sorts and the value of natural fancy colored diamonds rising, all of the different markets around the world are starting to uh, hoard or not release into the public their diamonds because they know in two, three, four years there is going to be a huge awakening. It's happening in pinks. And now again in Hong Kong, Paul, uh, through one of his buyers, just had a chance to peruse all the product in Hong Kong recently. There was little to no decent product being made available, and prices were all at a premium. So although he bought a couple of diamonds, uh, the they came at a much higher price than he usually would pay for them. And this is a sign of the times. This is happening a lot. And when we talk about natural fancy colored diamonds, I want to make it clear that if you're a true believer and you want to hold a slice of this pie and you want to make wealth, which you will do in a natural fancy colored diamonds, maybe this is part of your legacy. Maybe this is education. Maybe in 20 years from now, you need to put a child through school and you want to pay for it using that one diamond. Maybe it's even a home long term to retire somewhere comfortably. These are all reasons why we buy colored diamonds now. And then in the future, in 5, 10, 20, 30 years, depending on the diamond, we think about selling then. Yeah, I think of, of uh, a natural fancy colored diamond in terms of a portfolio for me as something that, let's say you have a bit of a windfall. Let's say you, you come into $100,000 or you know, maybe you just sold a property. Uh, maybe you, uh, maybe you know, this idea of just coming into some money. Well, what's something I can do to really sock that away where I really do not have to worry about it, but I know it's going to be there in 20, 30, 40 years. And maybe, maybe I don't cash it in. Maybe it is for my family down the road. And that's what I love about the natural fancy colored diamonds because the, the, the gains have been consistent. The gains come from the rarity, 
right? And they're not getting less rare. You're not finding a whole bunch more diamonds. Um, but we do have a, a, a booklet on natural fancy colored diamonds, which is a great market overview. I would suggest to anyone who's maybe thinking, well, I don't know anything about the market, get the, get the booklet. We can send it by email or by, or by snail mail. Get a sense of what the market's all about, and that'll tell you if it's something that you might want to learn even more about after. All right. Goldseek produced an article this week called Hurricanes Are Coming. It was written by Gary Christensen, and we want to touch base on what exactly was at the core of that article as it relates to gold and silver when we come back. You'll be surprised to hear what he has to say. That and much, much more. You are tuned into The Real Money Show. Go over to twitter.com slash guildhallwm. Retweet the top post, and you will be entered for a chance to win a 10-ounce bar of silver Royal Canadian Mint. Our website, if you want that information on diamonds, guildhallwealth.com or anything else on gold and silver, or you can call us directly. Easy number, one eight seven seven eight silver Stay tuned to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. All right, we're back. The Real Money Show, Guildhall Wealth Management. And I'm your host, Darren Long. With me, Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth. The website to go to, you've been listening, staying tuned. We thank you for that. The website to go to to get more information on everything we've talked about today, guildhallwealth.com. While you're there, you can ask for a package. You can become more informed, or you can call us directly at one eight seven seven eight silver an, another article here, Jeremy, this week from uh, our friends over at Goldseek called Hurricanes Are Coming, written by Gary Christensen. And um, basically, uh, Gary is just kind of playing on the theme of hurricanes, talking about the tragedies that hurricanes bring. And it's very unfortunate, but this is a very similar situation now to the economy in the world. And he's saying, look, there's a hurricane at the Federal Reserve. They've devalued the U.S. dollar for over a century, and the destruction has been huge. It has been to the benefit of few, and it has also been to the loss of many. So it's only benefiting a few. There's been a hurricane when it comes to the national debt of the U.S., which is running rampant and again beginning to gain more steam and build more uh, towards the ultimate quantitative easing, which is happening now. And he's saying, look, there's lots of stuff on the horizon. So when it comes to pension default or the crazy politics we're watching with Trump now in the U.S., there's uncertainty everywhere. And we talked about it earlier in the show, gold and silver love uncertainty. It's an unfortunate thing. But if we're going to survive through this, he's suggesting with too many dangerous hurricanes on the horizon, as far as it relates to our finances, you have to prepare for these Category 5 storms. And the very first thing he says is that debt will increase until it can't. Every system has its limits. Now, I would say to that, and you'll agree, we will be the last to know when that moment that it can no longer survive actually comes so he says step two and i sure you want to highlight what to do when debt increases the quantity of currency units dollars euros yen canadian dollars in circulation expands the currency units devalue and everyone pays higher prices how do you protect against it the number one way he suggests to do so make sure that in addition to your portfolio you have an abundance of physical precious metals. You know, hurricanes bring destruction with them, so I understand what he, the analogy he's trying to make there in terms of financial destruction and that uh, there are all of these storms brewing all over the place. You know, you could call them black swans, but uh, it's irresponsible to ignore them. 
It's irresponsible to say that the Fed has everything under control. Why? They've never had it under control. They've never said, they've never called a recession. Remember when Bernanke said the 2008 uh, subprime crisis was controlled? You know, it, this is craziness. You know where the debts are going. The debts are, are more than a, a, a storm brewing. They're a tsunami that's going to hit of debt loads coming. And then there's the unfunded liabilities. The idea of owning a hard asset that's outside the banking system means that it can't go bankrupt. It can't it, – it, there's no counterparty there. There's no one there that's going to say can't have that. You know, I was talking with a really good client this week, and he showed me stock certificates from his great-grandfather from, from 1923. Very and, cool. And it was really cool to look at, um, you know, to see these things, actual stock certificates. Um, and, you know, I asked him about them, and, and he said, yeah, they're, they're worthless. The, the company went bankrupt in the, in the stock market crash of 29, and it just ceased to exist. Well, gold doesn't cease to exist. Silver doesn't cease to exist. A natural fancy color diamond doesn't cease to exist, and especially since there's no counterparty saying that part, part of that is mine, right? When you put money into a bank, you're, you're a creditor of the bank. They can stop you from pulling the money out. And if you don't believe me, look at Cyprus, look at Greece. Um, even now in China, you're, not, they're, they're, you're having a tough time pulling money out of the country. So what are you supposed to do? And that's why I think that this show is about trying to educate people on what the potential storms are brewing economically and how we believe that you can protect yourself. And one of those things is to have a strategic portion of your portfolio in a physical hard asset. All right. He says make wise choices. If a hurricane is coming, prepare or leave. Spend less. Save more. Avoid debt where possible, especially consumption debt because it creates nothing it generates nothing when is the last time you took your credit card borrowed a thousand dollars to turn it into four thousand dollars never use that credit card to buy something and own something which only depreciates in value while the debt remains be smart about it how do you learn about it Make bad decisions. Learn from the decisions you made already in the past, which were good or bad. Did you buy internet stocks when they were appropriate to buy? Did you buy housing when it was low? Did you buy silver when it was $5 an ounce? All these things are learning examples of what is to come. And then he says, question the narrative. Would you buy a used car from our national politicians? Do you believe the Fed cares about <laughs> Main Street USA or unemployment? Why does Asia buy hundreds of tons of gold annually? Is gold useless and unimportant as the media proclaim? Is Wall Street helping anyone but Wall Street? He's saying question the narrative, which is what we say. Look behind those mainstream headlines. This article we will make uh, available to all of our clients in the weekly newsletter, which you as uh, a person in this particular market need to have. We'll talk more about this article in summary uh, and get through the end of this show in a quick moment. You are tuned in to the Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Here we are back to the last segment of the Real Money Show. I want to thank you for staying tuned this week. You uh, have been listening to a show in which we've discussed a lot of things. Jeremy, amongst them, an update from Sharps Pixley in which Lori Williams, one of their great long-term analysts, discussed the engineered declines brought about by the central banks this week in both gold and silver and how he says this is nothing more than an opportunity being presented to the ones who are the true believers, the ones who have stayed tuned, the ones who have followed this market. It's a chance to buy at a lower price than yesterday. You know, these markets are always up-down. Uh, nothing goes up in a straight line. 
ultimately, I'm not too worried about how the market comes down. I know where the market's ultimately headed, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, but ultimately, look, when you see a market come down a little bit after a big run, that's great. Fill in the gaps, consolidate a little bit, but give me the opportunity to buy under $18 like we've had today. But both Gold and silver are up over 15% in, in both Canadian and U.S. dollars this year. So, so far it's been a great year. Haven't quite seen the breakout. We're not quite yet, in my opinion, in the bull market that we should be seeing. But given the other things that we've talked about today, I think it's it's on the way. One of them was the interview with Keith Newmeyer on, um, I believe, on Bloomberg, where he discusses, um, and he's the CEO of First Majestic Silver Mine, he discusses that production is down over the last three years, it continues to be down and uh, the demand for the product continues to be up. So where is the price of the metal headed? Right? Ultimately, you know where it's headed. Anyone who's been buying it at the lower levels here over the last several years is not looking to sell just because the price of silver goes to $22. They're not going to sell till the price is much, much higher. So where does that leave us? Well, unfortunately, it's left us with shortages in the market. Uh, Royal Canadian Mint has sent out notifications on the shortages of physical silver. We are seeing that shortage in the silver maples and in the 10-ounce bars on the Royal Canadian Mint. Um, so this is something where we're having to manage and negotiate that, that shortage, um, but it is an opportunity, and shortages are just an example of that. What Newmeyer's talking about is just an example of that. How do you know when something's undervalued? Well, look look around you. All right. Well, in addition to that, if you like that and you're in the thick of things in terms of trying to decide how to better protect your money uh, and grow your wealth, then maybe, as we said earlier in the show, the TFSA, great account. We talked about that up to 63500 for somebody who hasn't opened up an account and qualifies for the maximum contribution. Uh, that account is available and with an added bonus for every 5,000 US you're putting into a TFSA account opening up through uh, our guild hall, you will get one gram of gold free of charge up to a maximum of 10 grams. And I've noticed some people who have sold real estate and maxed out their TFSAs with precious metals. Um, and given that the prices of metals are up double digits this year, have uh, gained handsomely in the market so far. And we're no, I mean, we're nowhere near even a midway point in this market. I mean, silver's still trading under $20 an ounce, but the gains have been there, and these are tax-free gains. I mean, you don't get that with real estate. Absolutely not. So this is a great place to to take two things that you need, get the most for your money, not pay taxes, and, and hold a physical precious asset, precious metal uh, like gold or silver if you haven't already diversified. So the TFSA is something that absolutely has to be considered. All right. In addition to the TFSA, why not go a step further? If you're on the topic of hard assets, and we discussed it through the show, diamonds, what a way to look at uh, topics such as legacy and estate planning and education for the uh, kids' future. Uh, also, uh, a buying of a home for retirement. Maybe you want to move north, get a cottage, something closer to the lake. Diamonds are a great way to plan for that to happen and give you consistent over the long term and fit right into that long term Pam perfectly there is a shortage of diamonds they do not come readily available we're talking natural fancy color diamonds of course but that is also something we discussed today and tremendous upside potential rarity 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 that comes from quality 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 we seek out the most high quality natural fancy color diamonds they happen to be extremely rare as a result and therefore 
they are valuable and go up in, in, in value all the time. So this is another great way to diversify. You know, I, I look at a diamond as something you hope you never have to sell. Like if you had a, a you know, a group of seven painting in your home, it's one of those things you just kind of hope you never really have to sell. Of course, if it's, you know, if the right price comes along, then yes, you do it. And I think that, that this market gives people that opportunity. And then again, the Christensen article, hurricanes, the, the world is filled with financial uncertainty. Really, that's the theme of the week, the financial uncertainty. But I want to leave people with this kind of thought. Take a look at the annualized population adjusted national debt in the U.S. since 1970. You can find the chart anywhere. It'll be in the chart in a newsletter this week. Gold has a 90% correlation. The higher debt goes the higher gold goes, annualized over those years since 1970. An incredible thing to look at and uh, reasonable to understand for even the layman person. So gold going higher, silver going higher. Let's get it in and put it all together. You can do that by coming to guildhallwealth.com. That's our website. You can find out everything there that you need to know about precious metals and our phone number, which is one eight seven seven eight silver If you'd like an appointment, you'd like to come in and ask questions, you'd like to bring your spouse in with your significant other, somebody that's important in your life to kind of be a buffer and ask some additional questions, we'd be happy to have you in the office anytime to find out more about ownership of physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. Twitter.com slash GuildhallWM, our contest for the 10-ounce bar of silver. Retweet the top post. Give us a like, follow us, and we'll enter you into that contest. Ending October 1st, we'll announce the winner soon. And we want to thank you for staying tuned to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. And you've been listening on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.